Welcome to the Dental Breakdown Show. This show is where we break down issues in the dental marketplace. My name is Christian White, CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. Let's introduce our guest to the podcast today, Nita Singh. Thank you very much uh, for being a guest on the show today. Thank you, Christian. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. We're so glad that you could find you could make some time to be here today because I know you have an extremely busy schedule. <laughs> so, I'm like I said, I was excited to add you to it. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, say, here's the first question I want to ask you today. Let's start out by having you tell us uh, and our listeners a little bit about yourself. I myself. Um, well, my name is Nita Singh. I grew up for the most part in Detroit and moved to Minneapolis in 1990. At such time, I had been with a telecom for seven years. And uh, really in 1990, the times were pretty volatile between the carriers and it was confusing companies across the board. And I felt like there was a real need for a consumer advocate to be out there to help them kind of ferret through what all of the nonsense was. You had AT&T and FCI calling each other liars and running ads like it just doesn't ring true. And so it certainly created for a very um, imbalanced market. And so I wanted to be their advocate. Uh, we did, we decided that we weren't going to be a nonprofit, that we were going to be a for-profit advocacy group. And that's how we started. Wonderful. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the American Business Communications Company. You know, how did you get that company started? And then how do you guys bring value to the, the uh, customers and clients that you work with? Well, Kristen, um, the whole idea of the company was really based on the fact that we wanted to help businesses get their arms around their technology and telecom costs. And they were likely, not likely, they were almost always paying too much. But they also didn't know how to look for it or what too much even meant at that time. So the idea behind ABC was as being a consumer advocate, we could go in there independently, take a look at all of their technology needs and be able to come back to them with solutions that best suited them, that could immediately add cash to their bottom line. And that's probably the biggest impact we make is they see the money now. Oh, you know, it's very interesting. Now, everybody likes the word now today. Now, I want it now. And it's just somehow it just appears. You know, I can order food online and it just it just appears now. Um, now. I, mean, it's got yeah, a, I actually ordered Grubhub yesterday. Nice. And I couldn't believe it. I know. It just there shows up are. at my door. I can't believe it. It actually yeah. works. Um, so then how do you, uh, how do you go about bringing the, or adding the cash flow to the bottom line? How do you, how do you guys do that piece uh, you know, I, I don't, I, it doesn't just magically appear. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> It'd be nice if it did. Believe me, I, I'll, hey, I'll come. I, I want you, I'll work with you for cry out loud. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, you should work with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the way that the, the money to your bottom line really happens is when we are going through all of your technology records, we're basically giving them a deep dive audit. And we're going to find usually a lot of errors or perhaps even some mispurchases. For instance, lines that are not being used or not being used for the reason that you may need. And those can be disconnected immediately. 
So Christians think, you want to know about how now? <laughs> well, that's the how now component. So we'll disconnect those lines. They'll stop billing. Uh, the data disconnected, and then you won't see those charges any longer. We'll correct the billing where it needs to be corrected. We'll talk with the vendor, negotiate with the vendor, and get the pricing back in line so that you're paying appropriate rates. You'll start seeing that on your following bill. What about the internet piece? Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of business owners, especially the smaller healthcare business owners who are just you know signing up for this, they're signing up for that, they get a flyer for this. Oh, this sounds like a package deal. You know, how, how is that something that you guys you guys uh, help the business owner with as well? Yes, we do. It's any services, any kind of technology coming into their offices, um, including wireless. So you know, we do, do go as far as even doing a complete audit of their cell phones. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing an audit, is that something where do you guys, can you guys do that remotely? Or is that something we're actually going into the business? You know, do you, can you kind of take me step by step through that process? Sure. And keeping in mind that that process can change company by company. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to how does the business choose to do that information transfer? Mm -hmm. uh, the bottom line is I need the information. So what you're asking me is how do I go about getting that information? So I can either tell uh, the company everything that I'm going to need from them and they can mail it to me um, if they don't want me to come in or they can have their AR person uh, work with me and I can come in and we can go through their files there and I can get copies of all the billings and all of the contracts. Mm -hmm. So it's just a matter of what feels good for them and we've done it both ways. Um, Nita, when you start working with a new client is that something where do you like to sit down and get to know the business owner first? Um, is that do you have kind of a, a process for doing that? Uh, tell me a little bit about. Yeah, that. we usually we usually schedule time depending on who is currently making those decisions within that particular environment. Many times with the owner, uh, many times with the CFO, and usually with whoever they internally have. Uh, either negotiating those contracts, which could be the owner or the CFO, um, but if there was a third person, like an AR person involved in with them. And we sit with them, usually usually an hour-long meeting, not much longer than that, and really find out soup to nuts, what does the business do? How does the business operate? So when we come back with our recommendations, they are completely suited for that business. Okay, so then, you know, some of your some of your clients may have different businesses, so the approach isn't isn't necessarily a, a cookie cutter approach. It's very tailor made for each business. Is that am Correct. I kind of right in saying that? Absolutely, each one is different from the other. Okay, wonderful. So, uh, Nina, I think you would agree with me. You know, when I say this, um, you know, you work in the telecommunications business. Now. In my mind, I'm trying to define telecommunications. And I know there's a lot of our listeners who are like, you know, I think I know what that means. It's this, or maybe it's my phone, or maybe it's you know something to do with, with the, my little you know, cell phone that I have. You know, tell us about that. Or give me a definition for that. Well, telecommunicates, first let me explain to you why you're confused. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> uh, we'll start there, okay? Uh, you're confused because telecom used to mean one thing, and over time, it has completely morphed into a completely different animal. 
and that animal didn't exist when the word telecom was being used most. Telecom was mostly being used describing your wireline services, using your cell services, for instance, uh, local, long distance, etc. And then we had our IT departments, and they managed just what it says, all the computers, all of the computer connections, etc. Uh, today, all of that has been merged into one. So now telecom includes your computers as well. And it includes the lines that come in to support your computer to your data connections also now are telecom. Does that make more sense to you? That does now. So now it encompasses more than just a phone or, or a, a, a wireless line that comes into my business. It's it encompasses pretty much all the technology that I'm using in the office. Am I correct? Am I correct? correct. Okay, great. That's wonderful. That that'll help. That'll help clear a lot of things up. Um, great. So help me help me with this piece. Let's just take a right turn for a second. I think that in the business that you're in, um, I think you are. You know, I don't know if you're you're, you're necessarily in the telecommunications business as much as you are in the you know client experience business. I think you know. Would you agree with me on that? I would say telecommunication is how I get to know my customers and then very much in the people business. <laughs> so well, what does that look like for you when you're in the people business and you're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with smaller business owners, you're dealing with middle-sized companies, you're dealing with much bigger companies who have, you know, several different locations, you know, does that vary then obviously from, you know, the different types of businesses that you work with? I don't think for, for the customer, the customer doesn't see a difference in their experience. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I have a, a client out in New Jersey who um, has spoken out about his experience working with us. Mm -hmm. And he's only like, and I said only because it's still sizable, but an 11 employee shop. And so I could be, I would consider that on the lower end and just kind of eking towards that medium end. Mm -hmm. And um, then if you were to talk to one of my larger customers, they would probably echo many of the things that he had to say as well. So we like each customer to have a very similar experience. We don't judge you by size and okay. we don't treat you or make you feel like you're my smaller customer. We want you to feel the same way our larger customer does. Wonderful, okay, that makes total sense. Um, in in the in the dental world or in the smaller healthcare business world, we have a saying. You know, it's not, you know, it's we're not in the tooth business. We're in the people business, and right. I think that rings really true, especially for what you do. It's not about the yes, it's the wire for you, or yes, it's about the wireless connection for you. But in the end, it's about working with the actual person. Right, and, and, and you bring that to a very good point. Um, it's quite identical to what you described in the dental business. Because ultimately what we bring to the table is the same way a dentist now is taking care of your teeth. Mm -hmm. Certainly you want to do your maintenance on your end as our clients need to keep up their day-to-day -day part of this as well. But overall, you have one person overseeing your overall health of your mouth. We oversee the overall health of your technology. That makes, I like that a lot. The health of your technology, that makes all the sense in the world. And how come I'm not working with you? I should be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, great. So, all right. 
let me take another turn here. So you know, American business communications, what makes you guys unique in the marketplace? You know, how do you, how do you stand out, you know, in a, and kind of like stand out from, from the, the babble of the crowd, so to speak? Sure. Well, this whole idea of, you know, being the consumer advocate in a for-profit environment um, has been somewhat used inappropriately. Uh, so we don't really have anybody that competes with us per se that does the business quite the way that we do. But we do have other companies, those small shops that um, have propped up that have negotiated with multiple vendors, very much like an insurance company might do. So when you go to your insurance agent, for instance, it, they usually have five or six choices for you, right? Choice number one, choice number two, health partners or Blue Cross Blue Shield, et cetera, right? And then you get to choose between those bids, which one you wanna go with. Uh, we call those people agents, very much like an insurance agent. So uh, there are agents out there, but because they carry this book of business with them, they kind of twist the wording to imitate what we're saying, mm -hmm. but it's really not what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We're being a consumer advocate, so we're looking at all of your telecom, any vendor, every vendor. We're gonna look at every single person we've got out there that we know has the right product for you. We're not just gonna look at these three you know, pre-put together packages and then compare the three of them and see which one of the three of those are better for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes, it does. I like the word uh, consumer advocate. Um, I like that because there's a lot of, most businesses out there would love to have someone like that watching over them and making sure that, you know, the money gets spent where it's supposed to be spent and you're actually getting charged what you should be getting charged for. Um, right. And um, I think as a business owner, that would be really, really wonderful to have that knowing that the bill I'm getting is actually the right price. And I right. think, I think you would agree with me on this. Most, you know, business owners, you know, especially the, I think on the, a little more towards the smaller end, they get a bill and they just pay it because it's just the easy thing to do. It's just convenient to pay mm -hmm. it because they don't have time to investigate. Well, well, what is this extra charge for $2 or what's this extra thing on piece of my bill? I never saw that before. Um, mm -hmm. They just don't have time to do it. But, uh, but you, you, you guys can come in and take a look at that and say, well, no, you shouldn't be paying this, this or this. You know, please exactly. give me the phone and let me call this person and let me set them straight. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now, but the other thing is that the public is also generally uh, of the mindset that if it's on the bill, if it's a number on the bill, there must be something I have to pay. For instance, uh, your bill could show up with a line item on it that says linebacker. Mm -hmm. Well, do you, could you tell me what linebacker is? No, I could not. Okay. So, but you're going to pay it. Yes. It sounds like something you should be paying because it's backing up your line somehow. Correct. Just from the name of the charge. Mm -hmm. And, oh, that comes with the service, of course, but it's at, you know, $3.50 a month. Uh, the reality is there's you no know, such thing as linebacker other than when you're watching Sunday football. And that's the only linebacker you're going to really see. <laughs> so, uh it's things like that that we catch, you know, when we're going through an audit, uh, we'll catch uh, different taxes that can show up on bills that shouldn't be there. Uh, and sometimes they come on and sometimes they go off. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of catch it at the right time. 
So we would get a point to do at least a three month audit, not just a one month audit. Okay. So when you find kind of erroneous charges on the bill or things that shouldn't be there, from that point, what happens? Do you, on behalf of the business owner, call the you know, corporate establishment and you say, you know, oh, you know, why, why is this on the bill? This, should, uh, this shouldn't be there. So how does that part work? Okay, that's a great question. Uh, we have our clients sign a, a letter of agency. Um, a letter of agency basically is allowing me to be your agent on your behalf. So I can actually talk to the vendors directly. That gives me the authority to talk to them. So they have to talk to me. Uh, the other runaround you can get sometimes is we can only talk to the customer. Well, that alleviates that component of it. And once we have an agency letter on file on your letterhead, I can now independently call these vendors and say, why do I have linebacker on this particular account? How long have I had linebacker on this account? I want this credited all the way back to the first time it appeared. And our goal is always to get as much money back, not just moving forward. Wow, that, I mean, to be able to go back, I mean, some of those charges could have been there for years. Well, I they mean, got pretty smart about that. They, you know, now they start to limit it to, not, you can only go 90 days back. Uh, because we were getting credits for two and three and four years back. Yes. And so now they've, they've added language into their contracts that state that any uh, missed billings, you can only go back 90 days. And it's right there in the contract. And the customer signing something that says, if I've been misspelled, I can only go back 90 days. So it just depends on what the contract they've signed with them originally. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. Hi, this is Nita Singh. I'm the CEO of American Business Communication, also known as ABC. And what we do is come into businesses and help them manage their telecom costs and help them reduce costs immediately by eliminating services they don't need and making sure they're being charged for the services that they do need correctly, thus adding money to their bottom line immediately. Nita, if I was a, uh, being a small business person, you know, being a, a smaller uh, business, you know, why would I hire you and why would I go ahead and, and want to work with you? you know, what, what is there that you're going to do for me? Basically, we're going to become an advocate, a member of your team. And by becoming a member of your team, we are now going to take the onus of correcting invoices, renegotiating invoices, rene renegotiating contracts. And we actually have all of those uh, PDF'd into our tracking system. So I have a copy of everything. And that way, if at any time I'm talking to one of your vendors, I can pull the contract right up and go and start chatting with them about that. Uh, so basically you've added additional FTE, if you will, without the, without the money. Okay, so basically, you know, by, by working with you, you become my advocate. 100%. That's wonderful. That's great. And we also will take over all the trouble ticketing 
And that means that uh, let's say you've got a problem on your line or a buzzing. One day you come into work and there's a loud hum on your line. Well, instead of calling the vendor, you're going to call me. And we're going to know who to call. And we're going to know how to open the trouble ticket. And then we'll manage the ticket all the way through. Does that so that does that include all my technology, like my internet too? If I if my if having problems with my internet, then I would call you guys. Yeah, if if that's what we're doing for you, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's great. No longer sitting on hold for five, ten, or fifteen or five hours. No, <laughs> I, get no. Hold I I get to hire my people to do that for you. <laughs> wow, I get to actually talk to a human being. This is totally new. Wow. <laughs> well, let's see. You, you bring up a good point. Uh, people aren't used to talking to people anymore. Oh, you got uh, that when you right. call an eight hundred number. What do you get? A series what? of choices. One if by land, two if by sea, three go jump in the lake. I mean, pick one. <laughs> right. So um, now instead of having to ferret through, was that number four I was supposed to press or what? I talk to them about or. <laughs> You press the wrong number and suddenly you get a department that says, what's outside my department today? Can I please transfer you? Yes. Can I put you in a brief hold? Yes. <laughs> and then, and those are my favorite. May I put you on a brief hold? And here you sit. Yes. And here you sit. <laughs> and here you sit. You dare not hang up because you're going to yeah. be right back in that loop again. Correct. So, um, yeah. So that's the kind of thing we try to eliminate the head the hassle, the headache from our clients from having to do. So by managing that, I would say that's a, maybe the single most thing that they like the best other than the money. Yeah, that would be that would be wonderful, especially if I'm a if I'm a dentist and if I have a dental practice and if I have a full schedule and I'm having issues with uh, my internet, I can have my front desk person or my office manager call you and you on our behalf can call the company and sit on hold and go through all the rigmarole ravel to figure out, oh, well, Here's what's going on, da -da 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 -da, and the truck's on its way. You know, two hours later, and I can continue to do right. dentistry. Right. That's awesome. You got oh, it. That's wonderful. You're a quick study. Oof, man, I'll tell you, this is a this is this is like figuring out sliced bread today, man. <laughs> um. So tell me this. Um. You know, in the industry that you're in, in the telecommunications business, you know, change. I think you and I would agree is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. um, and as we're approaching, you know, as we're here, we're approaching, we're already in 2021. Time goes, time just flies when you're having fun, Nita, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, maybe talk a little bit about of the couple of trends that you see you know, for, for 2021, maybe beyond that you see kind of you know, coming over the horizon. Well, the obvious trend is that we're seeing a lot of businesses starting to work remotely. These are businesses that can, of course. Um, and we're seeing a, we're seeing a, a complete uh, embracement. I'm just looking for that word. There, people are embracing the idea of actually working remotely, whereas prior to um, COVID, quite frankly, it's what's driving that. Uh, but now that they are working remotely, they're finding, boy, I'm really saving a lot of money by doing this. You know, I thought it was going to be a real pain, and you know, I like my people in my office. And, but now we're getting more productive. Why are we getting more productive? Well, gee, before they had to you know, get up from their desk, they had to get in their car, they had to drive to their appointment, 
They had to wait for their appointment, no fuss against dentists. But you know, it, it's often a, a good 15, 20 minute wait, be at the appointment, and then had to come back. And if you think about that time alone, there's a significant amount of time that is used up by just doing that. But if you can do that remotely now, you, you will find how much more time your people have on their hands, how much more work they're getting done, their productivity levels are going up, and everybody's happy. Yeah, I've, I've, I've experienced that. <laughs> it, <laughs> I think we all have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now the COVID piece is very nice to have to go through all that junk, but you know, being able to be at home and not have to get in the car and you know make a whatever 40 or 45 minute, sometimes it's an hour, depending upon how traffic goes, you know, mm -hmm. drive to and from the office and then you're driving to appointments. I mean, the amount of time you save is insane. Exactly. It's, 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 um, it's um, just a, a huge game changer. I think so too. So that's what we see coming for 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be um, a complete, um, change in our mentality of how we use our telecom. Uh, a year ago, a year ago right now, February, had you ever heard of Zoom before? No. <laughs> so, I mean, today, if you say Zoom to somebody and they say, what's Zoom? You think they're the monkey in the room. Correct, right? yes. So uh, that's how quickly this is turning. Mm -hmm. And the adaptation to doing meetings on Zoom has become the norm, the new norm. Mm -hmm. Do you see then, you know, um, companies, um, instead of, you know, putting people on an airplane and sending them to d different areas to just say, here, go down, go down the hall to the Zoom room and, and call China or call wherever and you can have your meeting and then, then go back to your desk? Yeah, you know, and th th that was actually around for a long time with companies that did business internationally, mm -hmm. uh, video conferencing was actually already in play. Okay. Uh, now what they did find, however, in video conferencing, when you are talking about going overseas and such, that though there was some, uh, there was some benefit financially for doing video conferencing, but ultimately what they determined is that it is the uh, nature of their personal relationship with clients overseas that really mm -hmm. drives their business. So you can't eliminate it altogether, but right. you can certainly cut it down. Correct. That's uh, seeing that. And that's the only other piece I think with um, a lot of the, the Zoom is, I think there's a, a personal aspect. I think you would agree with that where you and I getting together for a cup of coffee, I think is a lot more powerful than you and I, like today, we're meeting over Zoom today. And I think that little piece I think is still, uh, is going to be hugely important going forward. Agreed. We can't get rid of the personal side of our business altogether. We can just augment it with the ability to do Zoom calls. I like that word augment. That, that is a really, really great word. That kind of sums everything up very nicely. Wonderful. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. Um, tell me uh, something completely different. 
let's talk about your team. You know, the, the people who you work with uh, over at ABC, how have they helped, you know, how, how do they help the clients? You know, how do they come in and help you guys be successful? The team itself? Correct. The team itself is, uh, they're the ones working on those bills. They're the mm -hmm. ones tearing them apart. Um, I am more of the, the head of the company and I usually am the first level of contact with the client. I maintain the relationship with the client and it's my team that then does all of the, um, the busy work, if you will. They're, it's not me sitting on hold. It's one of my, one of my employees. <laughs> I know. And so the customer experience is really from the top to the bottom. So they have an experience with me and they also have the experience working with my employees. I get, I get a lot of compliments on my employees. I had a little bit of a discussion with Tracy yesterday and it took me about half a second for me to like her. She was awesome. <laughs> so I just have, to, I just have yeah. to tell you that she was great on the phone. Thank you. Um, that was, that was, uh, that was really great. That's just, I mean, you know, first impressions are everything, Dita. I agree. I agree. Um, in, in the dental business, we have a saying, you know, you can do, I can do more with a dental practice that has, you know, an okay doctor, but a really, really great staff than I can with a really great doctor in an okay staff. I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, I've had that personal experience. And when I wasn't getting that personal experience at the front desk, which is point of entry, if you will, yes, it, is. Um, it does lead you um, into a different mental way of thinking because going to the dentist is very mental for a person. Mm -hmm. It's what you think you, know, you can expect, what you hope you're not going to have to expect. Uh, but your mind plays games with you the whole way there. Yes, it does. Do you, am I, how, how many cavities am I going to have and how long am I going to be under their drill? So we have enough going on getting to the dentist's office, enough stress going on that you need that warm and fuzzy feeling when you walk in the front door. I think it's so important. Amen. Especially you know, in, in times, you know, we have COVID and now we have a, we have a vaccine coming, which is wonderful. You know, and slowly but surely, everyone's going to get that. But yeah, um, go walking into a place where everybody knows your name um, is—it's very warm and very inviting. You know, Nita, you and I both could both agree with this, but <clears throat> neither one of us, on our way to the dental practice, are in our car going, "Gosh, you know, I hope they find something today. I really do, because I'd really <laughs> like to pay for a couple crowns. I really would." <laughs> we don't do that. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. No. <laughs> Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, okay, so that, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. So Nita Singh's um, top three tips for success. You are an entrepreneur. You are a very successful, you know, female business owner. You have done some incredible things, and I think you've changed a lot of lives through through your business. And I think you would agree with me on that. So. Give us maybe a little bit of some tips, maybe, or some things that people could do to help uh, to help their business. Well, the number one thing that comes to my mind is you have to be passionate about what you do. And uh, if you don't have the passion for your business, you don't believe wholeheartedly in your business and what it is that you provide, I think that comes across to your customer. So that would be a number one. Um, and be dedicated to what you're passionate to. 
you can be passionate about things and then you can kind of just go, yeah, well, I'll get to it later. That's not passionate to me. You, know, you have to you have to be passionate and you have to be determined uh, to do everything that passion is driving you to do, which is be the best every day. You try to always leave the last customer you talked with happier than the one before. I would agree. I would agree with all the above. Amen. And then the last component would be don't forget about your customer once they become your customer. Um, I'm a very big believer in retention. Uh, it really takes about 10 times more to get a new customer than it does to keep the one, retain the one you have. So uh, I think retention is definitely the name of the game. Keep that customer happy. So once you've done everything else, then maintain that relationship. You reach out to them. We reach out quarterly if we haven't heard from you. So every quarter you're gonna get kind of a touch base call. Hi, Christian, how are you? Just checking in. We wanna make sure everything was going okay. Is there anything that we can help you with? And you'll say, no, no, everything looks like it's going great. Well, fabulous. Now keep in mind, you can call us anytime you need us and we're here for you and leave with a nice warm fuzzy feeling so that you're reminded that your advocate is still looking after you, not just after coming through. I like that a lot. In the uh, in the dental business, uh, a patient's you know value when they come to the dental practice is how much time someone spends listening to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ex- exceedingly important because everyone's so busy trying to do this or trying to do that, and I think we forget to talk to the people who are actually who we actually are our clients or our patients about their experiences and. Um, yeah. People love to be asked about that because it makes them feel important. I think you would agree with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you don't want to go to the Mick dentist, right? No, <laughs> you do not want to go. <laughs> no, you don't. There is a, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I like that. That was great. I like that. So Nita, uh, tell me something. You know, why would a company not work with you? And I think, you know, with everything that you do and being a customer advocate, you know, I think there's probably an inherent cost uh, for companies not to work with you. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. The reason, there's really no reason a company would not want to work with us. Uh, for the most part, all we are going to do is right size them from a cost structure and a technology structure. So I guess you would say somebody might not want to work with us because they don't think they have a problem. And I'm here to assure you that there's never been a time we've walked into a company and not had a problem. So I would say, it's so hard for me to answer a question when it's almost an illogical question. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't somebody want to hire me? Of course they want to hire me. I don't know. We're, we're consumer advocate and they don't have one right now. No, they don't. And so I would say everybody out there has to hire me. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so if I'm a, if I'm a customer and well, I don't need you guys, I, you know, what, how much money you got to save me? Well, you, and I think, you know, through the assessment that you guys do through going through the bills, going through the, you know, the technology that they have in their particular business, you know, going through all of that, you can sit down with a a business owner 
and literally show them from point one, you know, dot 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 of all the, of all the things that are going on, and then and at the end, here's how much money that we can save you. Am I am I right in saying that? Absolutely. Because um, I think you can sit down and say to everybody, well, here's what you're paying now. Here's how much you're saving now. Are you right. interested? Or, right. or, or here's how much we would save you. you know, right. Are you interested in adding that to the bottom line? And here's the number. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so it's a very compelling question because really, if somebody came to you and said, I can help reduce your cost on your cable TV at home, would you tell them no thanks? <laughs> no. Hopefully not. <laughs> and you certainly wouldn't want to say, well, that's not a cost I even pay attention to. Um, so similarly speaking, it's really no different than that, other than instead of, you know, here's your new program that you're going to be on, here's a new program that you're going to sign up for, and they'll tell you every single thing that's going to be part of your new program. Mm -hmm. And if you're happy with what they're proposing, and it's less than what you're currently paying, why wouldn't you do it? It's a no-brainer. That's kind of the way this works. It's really not that different. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Makes all the sense in the world. Nina, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast today on the Dental Breakdown Show. This has been a real treat to have you on today. Thank you very much. So for all of our listeners, Nita, you know, if they want to find out more information about you or more information about you know, American uh, Broadcast uh, Communications, your company, you know, where can they go to find more information? Uh, you can get more information directly on the web, which is www.am, as an American, and the U.S., that's as in business, C-O-M, and that's it's, that, this is communication shortened up that confuses people sometimes. So ambuscom.com. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christian White, the CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. If you would like more information on today's topic, you can contact us at whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown. Keep those teeth white and see you next time on the Dental Breakdown Show.